Charlie Brown? He's doing the chop, baby! Oh, no! What is this, 1984? I just rambled for 20 minutes and deleted it. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello! From the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Off-season episode 10 with Dave Weekly. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter, tweeting on Twitter. Find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know, Facebook page for Unreasonable Doubt. Find it, hit the blue thumb, follow the podcast there. Unreasonable Doubt podcast gear. There's a link to the online store in the show notes. Click it. Check it out. Took a week off. Back with an interview. Dave Weekly. If you've lived in the state of West Virginia and followed sports in some form, it's hard not to know the name Dave Weekly. For me as a child growing up, watching the news, uh, growing up, there was a part of the news where somebody would talk about sports and that guy for me that I remember growing up Dave Weekly. And so Dave Weekly storied career in West Virginia, worked outside of West Virginia, done play-by-play for multiple sports, worked for ESPN, worked for the Tampa Bay Rays. Very excited to talk to Dave Weekly. Let's be clear, Dave Weekly is a professional broadcaster. <laughs> And I've done over a hundred of these podcasts, and yet uh, it's very clear I am not a broadcasting professional. Dave Weekly is, and it was a pleasure speaking with Dave. You can find Dave hosting Hotline three to six Monday through Friday on the Metro News Radio Network in West Virginia. Locally, if you're in Kanawha County, it's on five eighty WCHS AM. Here's my interview with Dave Weekly. Dyer Prime is the lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. The full name of the company is Dyer Prime Creative Group. You know what one of those words means? Creative? Think about like think about people in your life that you would consider creative. It stands out, right? Some people are creative, some people less creative. We're all capable of creativity. Some excel more than others. And I would argue that Dyer Prime Creative Group excels at being creative. Coming up with custom designs, putting them on t-shirts, sweatshirts, embroidering them. You get the picture. Call or text them to find out more how Dyer Prime can be creative for you. 304-767-4445. Find them on the web at DyerPrime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com, or find them on Facebook or Instagram at DyerPrime. All right, Dave Weekly, welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Hey, thanks for inviting me. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much. I grew up with you. You are the, the Charleston Sports anchor, number one, and I really appreciate your time this evening. Um, just want to ask you a few questions, as I do other people that I invite on. 
And I want to start with you do play-by-play for multiple sports. Dave, what's your favorite sport to do play-by-play for? Wow, that's a good question. Um, I think if you – now, if you ask me in a half an hour, I'd probably have a different answer. But I I think that probably my favorite sport is basketball because the action is relatively continuous. I mean, in a football game, um, a play will take place, and there's so much time between snaps. And I've been on the the side of so many games that are lopsided. I mean – Basically, you know, like 15 or 20 minutes into a bad football game, it's going to be bad. Right. A bad basketball game, you can basically handle it because there's a lot of action and uh, it's about half as long. I mean, a basketball game you can basically do in two hours. A college football game, the way they are today, takes uh, twice as long. So I'd have to say, you know, I'm a, ba- I'm a baseball person at heart, but I have to say basketball is probably my favorite sport to broadcast. Fantastic. My favorite sport as well. And here's the thing I'm curious about with your broadcasting experience and doing play-by-play. When you watch sports on TV, Dave, how much is that experience paying attention to the play-by-play and commentary versus how much you're – can you enjoy watching a game uh, on television or are you thinking about the craft? Oh, I'm really not thinking too much about that. Um, I, I, You know, I watch a lot of college basketball games and. I think I'm like a lot of people now where if I know if it's not a West Virginia game, um, I'll DVR it or join it about 45 minutes in so I can go through all the commercials and uh, flash through the halftime without having to suffer through all that stuff. And to be honest, once I kind of get a grip on the uh, uh, the teams and I get familiar with the, the personnel, there's a lot of times where I'll be basically watching the game on mute. Um there, there are there are announcers that I do prefer over others, but no, when, uh, unless it's somebody I really, really enjoy uh, listening to call a game, there's a lot of times I'm really not paying that that uh, close of attention to the announcers. Fantastic. I always wondered that. Like movie directors, can they just watch a movie? I, I wonder the same thing about play-by-play, so it's good that you could do that and it doesn't affect your enjoyment of the game. Um, and you talk about basketball, Dave. You played center – here in the state at Bridgeport High School. Uh, personal question, how many post moves did you have? Were post you moves, like okay, a, first of all, have- <laughs> uh, first of all, you know, I almost had to grin when you called me a center. Uh, oh. <laughs> t- technically, uh, I, I, this is pretty curious. Nobody's asked me about that in years. I was on the last basketball team that Wayne Jamison, the legendary coach at Bridgeport, coached. In the old days, high school coaches in West Virginia could coach a a variety of sports, and Jamison basically coached them all. So they changed the rules, and I was on the last organized team he coached. We we were 19-0 in uh, JV basketball before we went to our last game and lost to Grafton. And I didn't realize at the time but that was probably as close as we would ever get to beating Grafton. They were my nemesis in high school. We never, we never beat Grafton. But now I wasn't a center. I was more of a small forward. Um, oh wow! Yeah, I, I, actually, my uh, uh, I'm, I'm, my favorite player of growing up. Well, my my original favorite player was John Havlicek mm-hmm. when, I was, when I was really really small. But as I got a little bigger, uh, I really liked Rick Barry. He was a big guy. He got away from the basket. 
He could shoot the ball. Um, no, I was really never much of a, 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 a great rebounder or, or low post presence. I, I was a small forward. I was kind of a guy who would play on the wing. Okay. <laughs> well, I got my, uh, I got my research mixed up. Did you ever shoot uh, Rick Barry free throws? Did you shoot them underhanded? I did. I did. Um, no I actually way. did that one time in a JV game. Uh, I shot two of them that way. The first one I missed, but the second one I made. Uh, wow. But that was it. But that, that was it. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Uh, so you graduate. I've got this right that you graduated from WVU. Yep. Best best WVU basketball player you've seen play? Well, I tell you what, my dad was a uh, 40-year WVU season ticket holder, and we had the best seats in the Coliseum back in the day when the common guys could get pretty good seats. We were in mm-hmm. the first row right behind the basket near the WVU bench. So pretty much every significant game between 19 – well, when the Coliseum opened, 1970 – uh, until basically halfway through my run at Channel 8, I basically saw. So, I, ba- you know, in the Coliseum era, I've basically seen them all. I will tell you this, that probably my favorite player was Stan Boscovich. Uh, he was a junior college transfer. He was kind of like me. He was not really tall, not really short, uh, not a great athlete, uh, extremely white. Uh, got into the lane a lot, short jump shot. Um, Boscovich was really a, uh, a favorite player of mine. Uh, as far as the Coliseum era is concerned, man, that's a good question. Um, I was always a big fan. When growing up, I really liked Maurice Robinson. And uh, when I was in school, Warren Baker mm-hmm. uh, was playing. And he, he was a, a – now, you talk about a guy who was a good low-post player. The, uh, probably uh, Bake. Uh, was one of my favorite players that's and I didn't get to watch him but when I go through the media guide and see the rebound stats for Warren Baker he from freshman to senior I mean I I can't you could probably count on one hand the the number of games uh, Warren Baker played in that were even televised that's so great all right Dave you've uh, I have never interviewed uh very few people you've interviewed a ton of people in your lifetime uh at this point in your life, you could interview anyone on the planet for 20 minutes, and you could get them. Who would you choose? Sports figure? Okay, Bob Dylan. Yeah, that, that, that. Wow. At one point, uh, he was like the total <laughs> mystery man. That's but true. now, at the end of his life, he seems like he's got tons of stories. I mean, uh, did the satellite radio sh- Multiple books now. Uh, there's been multiple documentaries that he's taken part in. Uh, as far as that goes, it'd probably be Dylan. I'm trying to think about it as a sports figure. Are you talking about somebody that's alive? Yes. Um, well, that's a good question. Well, probably be somebody baseball related. Uh, maybe Willie Mays. Oh yeah. Yeah. That man would have stories. He basically did it all. I mean, um, and he was the king of New York. He was the king of the West coast. He's still alive. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna stay with that. Willie Mays, fantastic. Now, now Dave on his Hotline show, and I see this on Twitter as well. He plays a game called In or Out, and I love that game. And so, Dave, uh, with your permission, I have a few quick In or Out food items. I, I reserve the right to steal any of these. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And you may, if you've already done one, my apologies. 
So here we go. Uh, the two for one dollar hot dogs uh, at Chiefs. Um, in or well, out? two for one, I'm definitely in. I gotta tell you, I've never, uh, I've never <laughs> eat, had a hot dog at Chiefs. I can get to Sheets from my house in probably two minutes, but I've never done that. I was listening the other night. I have to tell a story on Caridi that's pretty funny. Um, he was the, he was talking about this the other night when I was driving home. I listened to the beginning of his show on my way home, and he was saying that there's only two days mm-hmm. a year that he eats hot dogs. And I thought, man, I eat hot dogs like two days a week. All right. Next one. Uh Coffee, the the uh, Coca-Cola company has sparkling water out, and one of their flavors, coffee and black cherry. So coffee and black <clears throat> cherry sparkling water, in or out? Well, if they didn't have regular water and that's all they had, I'd probably try that. All right, in or out, the process of dipping pancakes in a bowl of syrup instead of pouring syrup. I'm going to be out on that. I probably eat pancakes once every couple of weeks, and I've never done that. Uh, I think there's an art to putting pan to putting syrup on top of a pancake. Um, and p- plus, no, I, no, I would never do that. I'm going to be out on that. And there's an art, Dave, of of you can butter each of the That's individual right. pancakes. And yeah, there is an art. So yes, and and the dipping in the bowl, I'm against that as well. But I know people that do that and wanted to get your opinion. Out, <laughs> out. <laughs> All right, and then finally. Um, over at Ridgeview Barbecue, they are they have a ramp burger, and the key ingredient is ramp pimento cheese. So Dave Weekly, out. ramp pimento cheese in or out? Out. No, no? It's not a ramper. No. No. Uh, <laughs> are you a I'm, pimento cheese? No, not necessarily. You know what? Um, I really don't need a lot of cheese on my burger. Um, I'll, I'll go for about like half a slice. Uh, I don't like a, I don't like tons of cheese on my burger, and I definitely don't like any ramps on my burger, so I'm out on that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for indulging me with in or out. One final question. Again, I really appreciate your time. You've worked more, most of your career in West Virginia, moved away from the state, and right. then came back. Dave Weekly, what's your favorite thing about the state of West oh, Virginia? Oh, man. Wow, that's a great question. Um, man, that's a great question. Uh, my favorite thing, I think it's just the uh, just being familiar with everything that no matter if you're from West Virginia, West mm-hmm. Virginia is always home. And it's just kind of like it's my comfort zone. It's where I, it's it's where I'm comfortable and it's where I'm most relaxed. And, you know, now there are some things about it uh, that uh, uh, kind of surprised me when I left home for a while. One of the things that uh, I enjoyed uh, that kind of surprised me when I was living so much in St. Pete, and I still float back and forth a lot, is, you know, with with very few exceptions, unless it's just in the neighborhood where I live down there in St. Pete, nobody knows me. Nobody knows me. Um, I can basically go anywhere um, in the Kanawha Valley or I I think back to the time that I was living in, in Clarksburg, Harrison County. You know, people, you can't believe how, how nice people are. There are so many people, you wouldn't believe this, that spend their whole life trying to get ahead in the media. And then when they, they get into the media and have some level of success, they, they're they dying to uh, uh, be anonymous. That's really not my problem. Um, uh, you wouldn't believe how nice people are to me. And I think that kind of makes West Virginia comfortable for me. I can go, when I'm getting gas or when I'm at the market or... 
you know, even on the show, I don't know if you've got a sense uh, listening to the program. We have a whole lot of people who are constantly uh, sending me texts and tweets. And um, let me ask you this. Have you ever called a show? Have you ever called a radio show? Now, Dave, I've done it like once or twice and, and completely flamed out because I was so nervous being right. on the that, airwaves. You know, so that, I've, I'm one of the silent listeners. used to be my problem, too. Um, but I just kind of feel like if anybody calls our show or they send me a, a social media note or whatever, they know that I'm, I'm not going to like rip them or I'm not going to treat them poorly. That if you've reached out to me on a phone call or sent me a message, I consider you a friend. And, uh, you know, it's really unbelievable uh, how, how just how super nice people are to me. And so I think that's probably it. This is just where I'm the most comfortable. Fantastic. Well, Dave, I really appreciate your time. Thank you for joining me. Listen to Dave uh, three to six every day on the Metro News uh, Networks and here in Charleston on 580 WCHS. Dave Weekly, thanks for joining me on Unreasonable Doubt. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. Big thanks again to Dave Weekly for joining the podcast. You can find Dave on Twitter at Weekly, W-E-E-K-L-E-Y. It was an honor having Dave on this podcast. I haven't talked anything about... um, what's going on in the country, what's being protested about and for. Um, I am a white man in one of the most, uh, at least diverse states in the United States. So I don't know how much I can add to the conversation. I, I would say, you know, it starts in each individual's heart And it should start with treating people like you would want to be treated. Um, So I don't know how to to talk about that on this podcast. I am paying attention. You should pay attention to what's happening in this country. Um, But also, uh, if you're protesting, stay safe. If you are out in the world, stay safe from the stupid pandemic. Uh, Take all the precautions that you're supposed to. Uh, Check your mental health. Make sure that you've got that under control uh, as much as you can. If that that involves getting off the internet for a period of time, do that. I want everybody should stay informed, but also uh, it's probably healthy to take a break. And I'm telling you that through a podcast that's available on the internet. (laughs) Um, Treat people like you want to be treated. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms, or just pick one. Apple Podcasts, that's a good one. A lot of people listen on Apple Podcasts. If you're there, rate the podcast five stars, and if you got some extra time, leave a review. But it's real quick to 
to rate this podcast five stars. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt, WVU for the 2020-2021 season. They're zero and zero.